Hey Hope family, we are back again today and we've been taking a zoomed in look at love, the first of the fruit of the Spirit listed in Galatians 5. And on Monday we looked at 1 Corinthians 13 for a definition of love. Then on Wednesday we saw that God is love and how we are called to love our brothers and sisters. Today we look at Matthew 5, 43 to 47 and the command or the call to love our enemies. And we did look at this just a few months ago as we went through our Sermon on the Mount series, but I think it is worth revisiting. Matthew 5, 43 to 47, and the call to love our enemies is, in large part, what sets the kingdom of God apart from the kingdoms of this world, and even what sets Christianity apart from the other religions of this world. So let's read this defining command. Jesus says, You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same do the same. And if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same. Preston Sprinkle writes in his book, Fight, a Christian Case for Nonviolence, the following. Jesus' command to love your enemies was the most popular verse in the early church. It was quoted in 26 places by 10 different writers in the first 300 years of Christianity, which makes it the most celebrated command among the first Christians. Matthew 5:44 was the so-called John 3:16 of the early church, and enemy love was the hallmark of the Christian faith. Other religions taught that people should be should love their neighbors. They even taught forgiveness for those who had wronged them, but actually loving your enemy, only Jesus and his followers took love this far, because this is how far the love of God extends to us. While we were God's enemies, Christ loved us. Christians no longer distinguish between neighbors and enemies. Through the death of Jesus, we are swept up into God's love for all people, even enemies like us. The one who loves his enemy can no longer have any enemies. He is left only with neighbors. John Tyson writes of the early church in his book, Beautiful Resistance, When the early Christians were being martyred, they forgave those who took their lives. Rather than defending themselves or seeking to save their enemies, own lives, they simply turned the other cheek and died with joy. They loved the Roman Empire to its knees. Many today decry the moral decay of our country and believe the way to get it back to get back into right standing is through power. But the early church in the Roman Empire tells a different story. Their defining mark was love, and their stories continue to grab at our attention today. What is the defining mark of the church today? I'd say it's not love, and it's definitely not love of enemy. I don't know that one little church in Woodbury can change the narrative surrounding the church in America or the world, for that matter. But what is the defining mark of Hope Christian Fellowship? Can we make it our aim to be known for our love? What if this group of people that make up hope were known for loving even their enemies? Our world and our country have become so tribal We define ourselves by who we are against rather than what or who we are for. We're heading into an election in a couple months, and if you ask someone why they are voting for the person they are voting for, they almost always begin by telling you what's wrong with the other candidate. We have been discipled into loving our neighbors and hating 
our enemies. But the way of Jesus is different. We must intentionally choose the way of Jesus. We do not naturally love our enemies. But as Preston Sprinkle points out, when we love our enemies, we no longer have them. We only have neighbors. Who are some of the enemies in your life? Perhaps you wouldn't immediately classify them as your enemies, but they are people you distrust, avoid, or even have physical reactions to hearing their names. They may be people in our church, your work, or your neighborhood. How can you move toward them in love? Perhaps an act of love isn't the first step, but can you pray for them starting today? Lord, I pray that we would be defined by our love, not just the way that we love one another, but also the way that we even love our enemies. Lord, I pray that you would help us to see who are the people that fit that category in our lives, who are the enemies that we have created, or who are those who view us as their enemies. And Lord, I pray that you would give us the courage to move toward them in love, that we would not uh, go with the flow of this world where we are trained to love our neighbors, but to hate our enemies. I pray that we would live a different way, that we would live the way of your kingdom, that we would love our enemies and pray for those who would persecute us. Lord, I pray that you would bring names to our minds of those who we have to move toward in love today.